this is where the magic happens. Hi, I'm Angela. I don't know why that makes me laugh every time. I don't, I, you know, I need to practice it and do other. This is where the magic. Welcome. <laughs> it's like to coming out this. hot. Coming out of the gate hot. Sorry, I mean, I did interrupt you. No, uh, well, I always have too much to say anyway, so. Um, that is Angela Lovell. She is a, a witch, a psychic, a master 11, mm-hmm. master a master of loving, mm-hmm. a 33. Thank you. There's been a lot of like discussion about like how can you be, or like people are curious about what number they are, how they can be, how you can be two different numbers. Um, I'm a number three. Yes. Which. Baby uh, of the numerology. You know, I can't really say I'm happy Not like, about, I don't mean um, baby, your baby man, like the baby men I've. <laughs> attract i mean baby that's like the role one is like father two is mother three is baby right yeah i mean that it's I mean, your role I'm, I'm totally which means i should just kind of like be able i should be able to be tempestuous oh i yeah. should be um what is it when you just go well, and I you should, have a sad i could be impulsive <laughs> um so i'm now i'm giving myself permission to be impulsive Do destructive tempestuous. yeah <laughs> you're like yeah I, uh, destroy well, yourself well and ever since i found out my contract is self-respect now i'm like you can't talk to me like that like oh, holy everybody. shit i had the uh, i totally forgot about this what uh hi this is ryan uh ryan's singer, a ryan comedian singer. a paranormal investigator dated a shapeshifter and defied Bigfoot. And got screamed at by a um, an unknown creature of unknown Slash origin. Slash Bigfoot. You know, I'll tell you, I was just starting to like feel better about it last night. Like I only slept with one light on last oh night. It was God. like a dark blue light. No, that would fuck me up. And then uh, my buddy Ed just sent me some audio recordings of uh, <laughs> tree knocks and like noises right outside this place called the Sugar Shack where we were sleeping, which is like an old shed that was repurposed into like a sleeping room. Oh, it just Jesus. has a bed and a chair in it. And um, it has like a window unit AC unit that was really loud. It'd be really easy to push through and climb in if you were See, a that's exactly what foot. I was thinking about the whole time. Oh, that's why yeah. I couldn't sleep. But then he sent me these uh, about three minutes of recorded like knockings, like wood knocks going on right outside <sighs> the sugar shack from a recording that was inside. So that's how loud it was. The, the digital little handheld digital recorder was you picking should, up. You should splice them in. I right don't know if he'd here. let me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was if he let me, you'll hear him right now. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my God! Knock. They, yeah, and, <laughs> and then you hear Ed, which I thought was Bigfoot, and it was uh, yeah, you can he hear him snoring. Sleeping. That was actually really scary too. Maybe you should just leave that in for effect, uh, not tell people that Ed was breathing. <laughs> he was like struggling with sleep in those breaths. Um, I was I was just talking about that time so, I went to the bomb. I just <laughs> exactly. when I commit to a bit, I gotta go for it. I gotta go the whole thing. That's why I said comedian before paranormal investigator. Oh wait, before you tell that story, it. yes, I was doing meditation on touching, <laughs> touching. Oh wow. yeah, getting in touch with my children. My inner oh children. good, and because last time we met, I gave Ryan a quick reading on these really beautiful tarot cards. What are they called? 
past, past life, life. Or the uh, art past life art tarot. They're like an independent person making. Yeah, I've them actually we've actually to touched base, and I'll pro- oh. probably be uh, talking to her. So you uh, she'll here give in a you another days. deck if she's willing. I mean, if she wants to throw another deck my way, I'll throw I'm, a deck your way. Yeah. They're gorgeous and they're really cool and eerie shit comes through that doesn't come through with my regular tarot deck. Now I'm just hearing uh, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> that Fleetwood Mac. Are you going to go my way? Oh, no, wait. That's, that's Lenny Kravitz. Damn, that was weird. Are you going to go my way? <laughs> Are you going to, you know that. You, we all know that song. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all went to Horde yeah. Fest in the late 90s and no, we didn't. got too drunk and high. <laughs> I, I, I just uh, kind of followed around. I was Blues lucky Traveler, to... Lenny Kravitz, yeah. the Counting Crows. That's the guy I was back then. Um. Well, when I read you... Look who's keeping you on track. Look at this. Oh, because oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that that inner. I guess we can talk yeah, about it later so, yeah. because I I think I did have some kind of. Ryan's reading was like the understanding inner child. Give your inner child attention and this weird subconscious thing about that too. So. Yeah, so I'm like meditating uh, on the full moon. Yeah. Uh, was because that was last week. Or no, this is the same week. I, it doesn't matter for doesn't, the, the, you the guys, purpose of this. We're so all, time I'm is trying to visualize myself. Um, and I didn't like blast off nearly as like intensely. <laughs> uh, I didn't blast off as intensely. I shouldn't use two ad, adverbs like that. Nearly That's intensely. Cool. Like, uh, I need to stop dropping the grammar it. hammer It's not as myself. bad when you speak it. So I, it wasn't as intense. Oh, God. Yeah. But okay. it was still pretty good. Good. Um, and so I had this sense of, like, when I tried to separate my higher self from my body, which is something I try to do when I'm meditating, and then see what comes out. Mm-hmm. This particular time, it was all this. Um, it was it was a very interesting looking creature. It what was it? Separated from my body. I'm trying to. Were there tentacles? I just did. I just burp into the mic. I don't think out. so. I didn't hear it. Good. Um, good. There weren't tentacles. There were not tentacles, but there was... A lizard tail? Reptilian? There seemed to be... Oh, what is the... What is... I don't... It's... Maybe they were kind of like... There were things, striations, that were sticking away but flowing from my body. That's what I saw when you started talking about it. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, it was like that. And... And... So it was kind of like this interesting creature that had all those feet, like almost like his feelers were all out. Nice. Does you that need that, especially as a cancer. Yeah. Because so, cancers die when they go inside themselves. And then I'm kind of taken, and then like there's this creature, and then it's like either it transforms or this other thing becomes like this giant thing, right? Like, Whoa. Which is kind of like this giant, hairless, naked man. Holy shit. But in a very like non-sexual way. Um kind of like like newborn but man kind of like guides me and then like kind of puts his hand like over top of a of a smaller creature like <gasps> to give shelter to it does that make sense yes this and is so inner child so you have this like giant kind of i don't know peach whitish skin colored bald hairless you know giant like muscular like uh-huh. very muscular too like that's the thing about this um this whatever creature this was, whether it was like trying to show me, uh, it, I the sense I had was that it was trying to show me what I believe I'm supposed to be to my inner child, Whoa. right? Um, or it, it's like it's showing me what I think I'm supposed to be, even though I'm not correct. Yeah, is like the message of this thing. So I'm I'm watching the scene unfold, and it's not like a movie, but it's like I can sense it, but I can also see images, and this giant 
you know, smooth skin, muscular, like very V, like just like Buff City giant. He's like kind of covering. Single? <laughs> Did you get his birthday? You know what? I'll, uh, I'll ask him um, next time I'm in there. And he's kind of like covering, giving shelter to the child, this inner child, which I don't really see the inner child like as, as far as being a person. Yeah. But the sense was that the inner child was kind of like, what are you doing? I don't need this. Oh. It was kind of like shooing him away. But like not in a mean way, but kind of yeah. like, hey, stop being so silly. I don't need this. And the giant was like, no, I must protect you. I must take care of you and keep Whoa. you from everything. I can't let anything get to you. And the child is just like, what's up, dude? I'm fine. Like, get. Whoa. You know I mean? And so I just remember being like, oh, you don't have to be so, you don't have to like act like you're or try to be so damn strong all the time. Yeah. Was the message. And it was, it was pretty, it was pretty cool because it was that. like, okay, break down this idea of, of this fortress around I have, of what's inside of you. I have two Black Mirror spec scripts that are not at all written yet, but one of them oh, wait. is... <laughs> <laughs> but if so, anybody's uh, looking for a Black Mirror spec script, give me two weeks, I'll have it for you. One of them is a really fucked up story about clones that is totally original. I know we've been playing out clones a little bit, but no, no. It's a personal fantasy of mine. It's not the one where we have sex with our clones. It's not that. But well, oh, is it? that's maybe. Right. It's a little bit like that. Um, the other one, though, is this um, story that I want to write that when I got the idea, I was like, oh, yeah, that was definitely my past life because it's very much like that. Um, but it's that that um, exercise that I used to do and still kind of do like in part. Um, I talked about talked about it on here a long time ago where you um, visualize your home when you were seven years old and now you are an adult, but you walk into your home and you take baby you, seven-year-old you, and you say, you're coming with me now and I'm gonna take care of you from now on. And you you physically like remove yourself from the house and you, you visualize this. Do you this. get to like burn the house down when you leave? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just imagining You lock your parents in. And, <laughs> and for the record, it's not like I didn't have some kind of childhood where I'm like, I want to burn it down. No, but that might but, be like, That was my image when you're like, go to this house. I was like, oh, if I had a hammer and I could just Oh my God, that's down. part two of this fantasy. But then the rest of the, the story is um, where you actually physically care for the child and it's like, the ending of Kill Bill 2 when she gets the child and she's like, what the fuck happened? What do I do now? Like, cause she's got the kid and then she's got to like totally reassess her entire life. Um, but then I won't tell you guys the rest cause you can watch it on Black Mirror someday, obviously. Yeah. And you just, I mean, you don't want someone else writing your spec script. No, you guys don't write my spec script. That's I do the, that. <laughs> that's one of the big uh, myths in, I think, entertainment and writing. Mm. And, and I'd be interested on your perspective but because I used to believe I can't tell anyone my ideas because they'll, you know, oh, I don't want someone to yeah. take them. But, Everybody but does. But then that. I learned, like, no, you talk about your ideas and you see how the more you talk about them, the more you realize if they resonate. And I'll also all those say, though, um, one thing I've learned is if you talk about them too much, you get a sense of completion and then you're done with them. You don't write them. Oh. So I don't usually talk about mine. I do need, um, I'm hanging out later with Brandy and I'm going to try to remember to get her to help me brainstorm because this this Black Mirror thing, and I'm trying to just write things that I want to write for fun, which Brandy and I are writing something right now that hopefully you'll all get to hear eventually because it is so fucking good. I don't. I haven't even told you about it. I'll no, tell you have. about it tomorrow when we hang out. No, you um, ha I, I, I know what this is. You do know what this is. I told you what it is. I told you about it. Okay, yeah. 
So we're going to get back to that next week. We've been, she's been touring and I've been busy and blah, blah, but I've been overseas. Um, but, um, what was the thing you mentioned inner children? Yeah. Did I tell you how my inner children were all in a giant Eagle's nest when I saw them? Just like, like the first time waiting for a mama bird. To they feed were them jumping sugar up and yeah, they were, that's exactly <laughs> like, what it was. Wait, was it? <laughs> yeah. Somebody from, um, our friend from the haunted ride podcast sent me a picture of a donut and she was like, for your inner children or for your little girls. And I was like, those little assholes. Oh, so, you, so there, how many do you have? I would say five. You have like a, uh, dare I, I call have, them a litter? Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I think litter is good. Um, a, uh, uh, a what is it? A, a kindle of kittens. I think kindle's the word for cats. What's a litter of kittens? Yeah. So um, inner children. But I told you when I saw mine for the first time, they were in a nest. They were jumping up and down. What was crazy too is it was over a cliff. Like it was on a cliff over the ocean where they were kept. Um, and when I was seeing them, it was when Sarah was doing healing work. And she actually said to me, um, uh, where's the water? And I was like, they're over it. And she was like, good, good. But it was crazy because she had this sense of water. But they were, it was air and water because they were like up on this That's pretty cool. Like, yeah, I imagine like the cliffs in the uh, of Monterey, California, yeah. where Big Little Lies is... Yeah. Ooh, I wish that's where my energy. I would love to raise children Talk inner about or out of there. Swank space. That big little lies, man. That's some fantasy, right? It's a great show. It is so. I've only good. seen this first season, but it was great. Um, Sharp Objects is, I think, maybe my most favorite so far that's been happening on HBO. It's so fucked up, and it's. I read the book because I couldn't wait to find out what was going to happen. I read the book in like three days. Um, but yeah, inner children, super important. And uh, raise them in Monterey, raise them inside of you, raise them wherever it feels right. <laughs> but you got it. If you don't give them attention, then because we are like, this is something I, I just actually messaged somebody about Sarah because she really, her inner child is out, but she's also this super competent adult person, like highly functioning adult person. But um, I really like, I really like how playful she always is. And I don't think I realized how important playful was until I started to pay attention to other people's inner children being locked up or forsaken. And it's like people worry, well, I'll look stupid if I sing karaoke. I'll look stupid if I dance. Someone will judge me. Who fucking cares? Your inner child wants to do that. And you know what? They're going to see you do it. And even if you suck, I guarantee you there is a, a little flame that burns in people that are jealous of just bold choices. Even if you fail, they're people. When people say, "Well, that was brave," yeah, they might say it sarcastically, but yeah, it was brave. Everybody wants to be able to sing and dance in front of people alone, wherever. Yeah, and, and that might not be your inner child's thing. I mean, there's a lot more things than just. It probably and is, and if if your inner child, <laughs> if you don't want to get unleash that inner child in public, then just do it in. No, the, what I'm the, saying is there's in like, your shower. There's thing, lots of ways other than karaoke and dancing. True. Oh yeah, to yeah. Be true. Silly and be goofy sports playing and have sports. Um, all the all the dumb stuff we liked as a kid, you know. That's yeah, still I mean, real. those are two big ones, singing and dancing. You can do those anywhere. You can do them in your car. You can do them mm -hmm. at the mall. You can do them on the sidewalk. You can do them in the shower. Drawing. Um, All those adult coloring books. When I first heard about that, I was like, that is ridiculous. And then I colored a little bit as an adult, and I was like, how did I ever give this up? <laughs> my poor, uh, my old roommate who has moved out, moved into my old room, and I was like, you know, I got paint if you need it because like the walls are just covered in 
random things like that I've written on the wall. Like, Whoa. I guess I'm that, like you know, a, like, like an inmate or yeah. Like when you hear, in the hole. you know, stories about crazy people, like there's weird drawings, <laughs> there's, uh, you know, <gasps> quotes, there's other ideas written on in marker. And so, and he's like, no, I'm going to keep them Aww. just so I can, you know, so I, they I, must when be I look good at him, quotes. I can just kind of laugh. Well, so when I look at him, I can tell myself, don't go down that Ryan Singer route. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. There's, oh, what was I thinking? Um, oh, with the numbers thing. Oh, yeah. Because it speaks to this book. I'm, I'm nearly finished with it. I'll probably finish it tonight even, is Journey of Souls by oh, yeah. Dr. Michael Newton, which talks, it's about, it's, it's called uh, Case Studies of the Lives Between Lives. Of the life between lives. So what he's doing, he's mapping out the spirit world in between reincarnations. Ooh. Through hypnosis is how he's doing it. And it's f- so cool. See, and it is so maybe cool. Maybe we should talk about reincarnational or, you know, past life a little bit. I mean, we people... can. There's, I think we. that's a whole nother episode that of itself that we've been teasing one? since we yeah. started this podcast. Maybe we'll do that one next. Um, I want to so, do it on 22. But in this book, he touches on something interesting and he touches on guides mm-hmm. and he touches on soul clusters and groups of people that you travel through lifetimes with. And it, I mean, it, it directly applies to what you're talking about with Brandy all I the time. Read this. Yeah. Um, and also you have guides and there's different levels of guides. Oh, hell yeah. There's different, uh, you know, as far as being, masters go and all that yeah. kind of stuff and so it's really interesting because one of the biggest mental blocks i have about reincarnation even though of all the different things i believe in reincarnation the most is there's seven billion plus people on the planet now where were they before there's only you know one billion, how many ever years ago, right? So, so the, how are all these different are the other souls multiplying? But yeah, okay. So and like, look at all the low numbers. You meet way more low numbers than you do high. But it, then it begs the question, is the population on these other planets just are totally they decreasing? trashing their planets and coming here and then trashing this Or is planet? it just like they're just decreasing for whatever reason? Like no. everybody, And everybody on these other planets is like, what's happening to No, everybody? I think it's just a shuffle. I think we all get thrown in a bag. I think I think it's um I think there are other planets I can't remember them I think I think someday, um or you know sometimes like we have dreams and we're like that was a weird you might have just been remembering the other planet and most likely you are, um but I really like I really like the I've told you this before how I like the lower numbers because it's like a fresh view I always feel like the lower numbers always have like a fresh kind of take on this like they're world. seeing the movie for the first time yeah yeah and me i've been here when i get together with other 11s um or like i mean very there i my brother is a 22 john ham is a 22 whatever who cares um but like i don't know any high numbers nobody's a high number um and i think and you figure that out through the the math yeah through the math I, i'm starting though to question because i have met some 11s and I'm like, no, you're a two. Like you can just tell, like they they are so overwhelmed. And is it by adding your birth date numbers together? Yeah. I always forget. Yeah, how. you break it all down. And this is like a real quick Google, but I'm pretty sure you just break down like like if you're born 1980, it would just be one plus nine plus eight plus zero, which you know you don't have to add that zero. You you know how that's math 18, works. and then yeah. one plus eight is nine. 
and then okay or do you keep breaking it down like that or oh, is it god ryan i can't believe you're mathing at me i can't <laughs> <laughs> i don't i'm I, such a three i, I think you <laughs> let's do your birthday what's your birthday uh seven nine okay let's do uh, the uh, whole birthday calculate yeah okay so here's okay, how it works so it's seven nine okay. seven nine 1976. So then break it up. So one plus 16. nine plus seven so that's plus 23 six. Plus 16. Well, this says three plus nine. It's 39. Motherfucker. Who knows? Are you, in, are you an 11? So 1976, I, the total of that is one plus nine is 10 plus 13 is 23. So it's 23 for the year. And then yeah, five. Oh, oh. And then seven plus nine for the date in the month is 16. So that comes to 39. Oh, I see how this is working. And then... Um, then the three plus nine is, is 12, 12 and, and one then plus one plus two, two. is three. Yeah, because 12 isn't one of the numbers. Okay, good. There, we figured so it out. So I'm a three. See, so I have a theory that some of the whatever plus whatever is 11 is another one you got to break down to one plus one is two. Because I've met... Well, I that's can, what I'm saying. If an 11, 11 yeah. is a two. An 11, 11 is a two? No, an 11 is a two. Oh, it could one be. one plus one is two. I feel like it could go either way. And I feel like you just have to kind of pay attention to the the child and what their interests are. And, um, because I believe 11, the path is teacher. And it was something my whole life, um, I used to get in trouble. <laughs> shocking. I used to get in trouble in elementary school for being too bossy. That was always like on my report cards is like. I just I imagine like seven-year-old you children. being like, no, get over here. You're a four. Well, yeah. Or like, well, um, do you remember V the Final Battle? I haven't watched it since I, have I was no a idea. kid. What? what is it called? This, this alien show. You would love it. It's called oh, v? v. Yeah, no, the original don't, one. Don't though. bring this up. What? Are you terrified of V? I was terrified of V. Oh my god, Ryan, you missed out. I was no, I watched it. You did? I was terrified of it too. The first time I became aware of like alien human hybrid babies, I was like, How oh is my that possible? god, that was the scariest part. Well, when I was a kid, I was so obsessed with V. They remade it. Like yeah, like, but in I didn't. I wasn't. Years, I watched some of the previews and I was like, no, it's not going to do it for me. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. It was really good. Somebody tell us. Um, but I every every day we had two recesses and we had like a long recess. It felt like it was an hour and a half. That seems pretty excessive. But who knows? I mean, nobody wants to teach kids, right? Maybe it was an hour and a half. Um, but every day at the long recess, I was the director and I was the star. I was Julie. This is a Leo moon for you. So I would tell all the I everybody always had their own role, but we would like act out whatever just happened on V, but then we'd take it to the next level because we had a whole week till the next one came on. And um, we had lizard people. And sometimes if you couldn't hold your own as a character, you got demoted to a lizard person. And that is <laughs> plenty of kids just wanted to be lizard people. But I was so invested <laughs> and into this. It was, there was this one night, um, I'll never forget my mom. There was a, a ski a ski resort, I guess you'd call it, um, uh, about a mile from our house. And my mom was the artist there. She painted all their murals, all their stuff. Then she worked as an accountant or something in the office as well. So I got to start skiing when I was five years old. And it was so, I mean, that's like how you learn to do anything. Do it when you're a child. So I was a really good skier. And this one night I went with the two boys. I want to say I was in like second grade. So not very old. And um, some mom dropped us at, it's called Ski Roundtop, super haunted house just down the road from it. Um, dropped us at Ski Roundtop. I skied with the boys and there was this moment they had used dynamite 
um, in the summer to create a cliff. So skiers actually had a cliff to launch off of and I'd never skied it. It was like a, a triple black diamond or something really dramatic was the rating for this. And the two little boys were like, yeah, let's go down that. We got to the top. I look over the cliff. You can't really see over the cliff. And I was like, fuck this. And I'm a child. I shouldn't be up there. They shouldn't be up there. So and they're the same age or? Yeah, we're all the same age. Oh my God, this is so crazy. I almost sent this to you. I, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Um, the one kid's dad just strangled someone and my mom, she's going through all this crazy stuff, um, looking for papers and stuff back home. It was on the front page of um, the old townships thing. Our neighbor just strangled someone to death. Like, and I remember being a kid and her telling me, never go there when, when his wife isn't there. Don't go there when it's just him. I can't believe, I almost sent this to you. I totally forgot, but that just happened this morning. But um, this one kid, his son, he and the other need, kid, uh, what? So remember, please, you, I would, we do need that sent to me after. Just yes. To remember this. Yes, later. yes, okay. absolutely. Um, so the two boys ski over the cliff. I watched them go down and I heard and I've heard my voices many times when I'm skiing. Two times they were screaming at me and I got a concussion because I didn't listen. But I, then no third, no, no. Like two times of hearing your voices scream at you, that's when you, especially when you're doing something that could give you uh, death. Um, but so I had to back up all the way and like make that pie with your skis, back up all the way, ski down the back of the hill, all alone, super scary. Um, and I was really rattled and I skied like I was an advanced skier at that age. But um, I was just like, that was because I had a very clear, you will die. Don't go over this. You don't know how to go off a cliff. You will die. Um, so I went to the parking lot and just hung out until somebody recognized me. I didn't know this stranger. She knew me. I wouldn't have gotten in a car with a man because I was smart enough to be scared of men at that age or, you know, damaged enough to be scared of men at that, men at that age. But I get in the car with this woman. She gives me a ride home. And I was watching the clock because I was like, I got to get home. V is almost on. I get home. I go <laughs> in. I like how that's your. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not because well, my family might be worried about No, me. no. Not because I just survived year old death thanks to hearing my voices. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get well, back to see V. I, get, I go in. I take off my snowsuit. I sit down in front of the TV and the, the preview comes on. It's something horrific and violent. And my mom walks over and she turns off the TV and she goes, you're not watching that. And I was not going to let her tell me that. And I said, are you kidding me? And she goes, she goes, it's too violent. You're too little. And I said, do you know what I just did? I just almost went off a cliff and killed myself, but had the good sense to back up and go home. And I hitchhiked with someone I don't even know. So I think I can watch V. And I remember her jaw dropping and she just turned the TV on and left the room. Oh my God. Your, your mother. Like I know. <laughs> But that's the thing is like, I'm kind of her mother a lot of the time. So, but I mean, I'm picturing an eight year old child saying that to me because yeah. you're second grade, you're eight, give or take. Yeah. Um, Cause it's usually six plus the grade. And, and if an eight year old told, yeah, like an eight year old I know. That, I, that came out of my body, my delivery and my conviction were probably really convincing. Oh, your mom was just probably like, I can't, I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. This old lady, this old lady in this child's body, bossy old lady, old lady in my child's body, who I've, I've gotten to know for eight years. I'm not. This is a battle. I'm not. <laughs> On this particular one. I mean, it was a good point. It was a compelling TV show because I watched the whole thing even though it gave me nightmares and I was terrified of it. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, I couldn't even look at scary pictures when I was real little because I would have nightmares. Oh of, yeah. And we've I think we've talked about this how like that's why I think I I've made myself I made myself try to stop dreaming or try to remember my dreams because of the devil always being present in them. Yeah. Which is interesting because I've been researching the Merovidian bloodline which this is a weird segue, but it's like this royal bloodline that also allegedly has um, Jesus and Mary Magdalene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Children Isn't this it. the R or whatever bloodline? What is the RH negative? People yes. think that's connected to it. And in like, other, you know, people will say, oh, it's like the, it's the bloodline of the Antichrist. Right. But it's interesting because when you go on these websites and you start researching... And you don't ever know who you're reading, and it's tough to find, yes. figure out who all these people are and what even their interest is in in all of this stuff. It's it's interesting because what you have here is positioned against the the pure. And I'm not saying I I, I went to Catholic school for twelve. And I, I'm not trying to start like a. I'm not trying to draw a line in the sand here. But it is. They, the Antichrist is coming and all of these new age disinformation agents and, uh, you know, dark people are trying to uh, bring about, uh, you know, the, uh, the downfall of Christianity because they want the world to return to paganism. And I'm like, I'm reading oh, that and I'm like, fuck them. Well, not fuck them. It's like, yeah, but that's what yeah. we should have. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, so it's like, you know, well, but it's, it's fuck them in the sense of. You know, they don't want to lose control over the minds and you know, uh-huh. hearts of the people that maybe they have now. But but like, yeah, paganism is. Paganism is way more peaceful than Christianity. Paganism never burnt people alive well, exactly. or waged wars. So it's weird, though, to be. On this side of the conversation for me. After being raised Catholic. And not only that, but like when I was in my early 20s, I had like a huge you like I call it a relapse or a crisis of fit, like a, a something and like a mental breakdown or whatever that made me super re- hyper religious and thought that the end of the, the end times were among oh yeah we're, we're living in the end times we are and <laughs> which I don't believe by the way we have well, a major we're close. Dis- we have we're a major not, but, but you and I have a major disagreement we're, on that one. we're I feel like we're about um what would six lifetimes be like five lifetimes maybe like 20 what how many years do people usually live let's say average let's say 70. Okay, so I would say 70 times about five. You think we're 350 years away from the end of yeah, humanity? Yeah, I have a know. sense, I have a pretty good sense that I've got, I'm coming back about five more times to this world specifically. I think, I think if I had to guess, uh-huh. you are picking up on your... On my own thing? On your you own. You think we're here longer than that? I am totally 100% on board with the humans in general uh-huh. are here much longer than that. I hope so. I love this world. But you're not into the paranormal world the way I am. What do you mean? As far as UFOs and aliens. Oh, and yeah, that. Stuff. I'm big into it as far as like I want to hear stories, but I don't go looking that much for that stuff. Um, I would. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Well, to I guess see. we'll see it together, Soul Traveler. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're only here for five more times and I'm a three, I must be a quick learner. Well, I think I told you this, how most of my soulmates are really low numbers. The soulmates in this lifetime are most, well, the ones I've met so far are really low numbers. Um, I uh, also have that theory that I was telling you guys about the other night without revealing much, but um, 
where I don't think I was gonna come back this quickly in this life, and I had to come back for my mom, because I was, I believe I was one of her guides, I believe I am one of her guides, and um, I came back because she needed me at that time, but I'm like seven years ahead of everybody. All my soulmates are like, well not all, but but most of the ones I've met are right, right like at 1982, 1983, when they came in. So maybe this is what Frank the Bone Thrower was talking about when he said that you and I would uh, have a dis- would have a disagreement on something. Or what did I fr- oh, can't remember what he said. no, that you would trigger me. Or that I would trigger yeah, you. Yeah, and that <laughs> I would use magic to destroy you. No, I'm wait, just wait, kidding. Wait, he never you, said that. No. Are you are you are you sure he didn't say that? No, he didn't are you just say now that. I'm just me the saying that because the thing I told you the other night and freaked you out. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know like what a way to go though yeah yeah like, oh what happened then, to singer oh he was destroyed by magic <laughs> why oh because he oh didn't think that the world was ending it's as like quickly the ending as of time Angela bandits. Did. <laughs> did you see time bandits it's I, so good i don't have it's one of like, the best tertullium i can't remember like i've seen it and i just can't remember movies oh, um like i don't watch like it again. When, like you know those like movie quiz get like hey favorite line from movies oh, and stuff. Yeah. i can't remember character names i can't remember quotes unless wow. they're from like three movies i've seen a ton of times wow that's interesting my, my brain just doesn't i just finally need to keep them in there that's better you want to live in the moment you don't need but to i be. also i hate it when people there's lots of stuff i don't much. remember Ugh. that i wish i could yeah I don't like it when people quote things and that's their form of conversation. It's really that's rare. That's their personality? Yes. Please don't ever do that a to A walking, people. yeah, a oh, walking like trivia person. Yeah, like, yes. Oh, but anyway, so this soul cluster group, this yes. um, traveling through lives with people. In this book, Dr. Newton purports, mm-hmm. claims that through all these different case studies of different people who don't know each other, mm-hmm. and granted, I'm only on the first book. I've got the third book of his upstairs because someone recommended it to me a while ago. And for some reason, I was like, I can't read this yet. Whoa. I'd start to read it. And I'm like, I can't read this yet. So I'd always put it back down. Yep. And th- the interesting thing is like when you get back to the space in between, you're, everyone is so excited to be there because that's truly where home is. Yeah. And you're all This is not home. Um, but yeah, and you're all reconnected and there's still, there's still individuality there mm-hmm. to a certain degree, but gender doesn't come into play. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very, it's very situationally, mm-hmm. uh, specific. Like if someone needs you to be more masculine, you appear to them as masculine or feminine, feminine, vice versa. Um, but it's, uh, it's really, and there's colors associated with souls depending on their, uh, ascension level or their advanced. Uh, I wonder advanced if that's where the level. indigo comes in. The indigo well, that's interesting because um, deep, deep dark purple. Oh my god! Is the color that people? And this is while under hypnosis. Yeah. Are saying that they recognize in whitish yellow uh-huh. is like beginning stages. Oh my so god! So like if we were to be, um, so under this paradigm, or under this measurement system. Uh, you being a 33, me being a three, mm-hmm. I'd be like a white. Yeah. And you'd be a like, you'd, you might not be deep purple yet, but you, you'd you be blue. Yeah. Probably. Well, I already know my, my aura is indigo. All the, that's how you can tell an indigo child is um, by the, the indigo aura. Because um, I think the deep, deep, dark purple is, is like, they're just kind of done being here. They're that's like not so here crazy. Anymore. The last time um, Doreen read me, she told me how purple my aura was. So yeah, so like, maybe you only do have five lifetimes left. It's, and it's crazy to, yeah, probably. I mean, I, I really want to, I want to do, I wanna, you know, it's funny because they always say, um, 
uh, doing good is bad grammar unless you're actually doing good, like charity stuff. I want to do good. I want to do not the bad grammar. I want to actually do like, I want to, I want to. Acts of kindness. Yes. Things like that. Yes. Charitable work. Yeah. I want to inspire other people to do it. And um, sometimes I feel like there's so much I want to do that I don't even know where to start. And then it's like, I'm not doing anything. But I, I am. I mean, even just the way I live, like, um, the the my my carbon footprint is really good you see me i'm always pulling a freaking straw out of my purse and leaving it in diners and um, now i carry paper straws in my like all these little things that really wreak havoc on my soul if i'm not that person like i don't don't flush my pee every time you know all these things like just these little things add up for me um, if it's yellow, let it mellow. Yeah. If it's really yellow, though, maybe you flush it. That's where we are yeah, now. If it's orange, <laughs> get that. If it's the it. first pee after you take your 25 <laughs> vitamins for the day, that one might need to go yeah, down. If it's... Uh, well, oof. you know what's interesting, too? I've noticed my cluster of people, because um, people keep asking since the last episode about identifying their soulmates. And I, I've noticed my soulmates are all astrologically compatible with me. Oh, very interesting because I just downloaded at the bequest of a friend. Uh That's a word? Sure. Okay. Um, Request is probably the word you wanted to use. Did I want to say... What I say, bequest. <laughs> That's a cool word, though. If it's it is not cool. a cool, like I bequest. I think it's I a verb. Bequested. I bequest you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was bequested. Let's find out. Um, to download a particular astrology app. I don't know if we want to get into it. I do. I do because um, I want to talk about magic for signs called um, CoStar, which I didn't realize was a, I'd never even heard of, and. It's funny because I'm going through like my contacts on there. It's like, do you want to see your, and like, and I see some of my friends who are on there who are like totally not into woo woo stuff. Oh yeah, I did too. I, I see that too. They've been on this app They're on I it. hadn't even heard of. Yep. And so I'm like, huh, this is an interesting conversation I'm going to have with them soon. But I know it's because some woman that they were talking to was like, oh, you need to download this app to see if we're compatible. So that's why these guys have downloaded. Is the my pattern, guess, if, is my the guess. pattern is superior. CoStar is really fun, but um, I'll read that thing that I want to share. Bequest is a legacy. Her $135,000 was the largest bequest the library ever has received. So we do want somebody to bequest us. I do, but we want a. So when she bequests me, like she didn't, she bequests me, she doesn't own the app and gave it to me. Uh, I bequested (laughs) to him CoStar. Yeah, that would be great. If you were running that app, I would have said something totally different about it just now. Okay. So (laughs) I want to do, how do we get to our friends? From at, it's oh, just right on the main screen. Okay. Where's Ryan Singer? Because the stuff that we were reading, is it on the main screen? screen? Yeah, uh, there are words. Up. I can bring it up real easily. Okay. Let me like, tell I'm you what it says. Up, I just scroll so, down and you're there. So, okay. Our moons, then they give you little smiley faces. Well, you and I are mostly pretty... Comp- yeah, this is what I don't understand on this app here. The smiley face... Is uh, what we're compatible. Okay. But then it has... The, the the weird little line face where it's not an emotion at no, all. No, what's the... It says uh, smiley face and it says moods and emotions and it has like a crescent moon there above it. And it says Sagittarius dash Leo. Oh, because that's your moon and my moon. So yours is first... Sagittarius and then my moon is Leo. Oh, okay. So got it's it. showing us exactly. I was then, like, is this like saying that it spans everything from Sagittarius to Leo? This is and so I, interesting. Okay. I didn't realize our. Um, um, Mars is they're they're opposite. Capricorn and Cancer are opposite. So yours is Cancer, mine's Capricorn. But that's how we communicate and how we like to uh, 
uh, absorb information. Um, love and pleasure, Scorpio and Cancer. Senses of responsibility. We're both Leo there. What is that though? Yeah, what is Jupiter? that? Wait, the what's that? the Leo thing? Is that like our... I'm not a Leo rising. No. Wait. That's identities. Basically. So I'm a Leo... Oh, no, wait, no, sorry. That's... Uh, so like, where, this is where my confusion comes rising. in. So I'm trying to figure out oh, where wait, my Leo is. I said is. Mars and I meant Mercury. What am I Leo in? Our Mercury is Gemini Virgo. Yeah, mine's Gemini. Um, your Leo, your rising is Taurus. So And mine is Sag. So where's Taurus? <laughs> this is going to be boring. Okay. But I want to read. Okay. This is what I didn't like. So this is when, this is when, because sometimes people say to me, I don't like us. What do you see? Why are you reacting? Ascendant means rising, right? Yes. So I am, I am Sag. Rising? rising and here it said taurus when i saw oh, you last night it even says taurus look at the top there ascendant wait that's weird because look here okay Ryan. well anyways look so, there so, it's taurus at the very bottom oh here. okay okay so i don't know what that so, that little box confused me before though too um okay wait so here's what i want to say about this this is when astrology gets a little bullshitty because in my bit it tells me that you are well i shouldn't say astrology i should say blanket astrology when people are just like creating an app like this um uh my son means this and this and this um you their son is cancer fundamentally sensitive nurturing and gentle um their emotions seem like a burden uh they may have problems with self-discipline but here's the thing because you have a sag moon you and I are compatible, like extreme. Whenever I meet people all the time and their partner will have the moon that is their son, like all the time they, there's like that little link. And then it's like, you just kind of process your stuff a little differently. Like that's the side comes out in different ways. But this in here, it was saying something like, um, you don't want to leave the house. You don't travel much. And like you do, and you are very Sagittarius and you have like the whole road comedian thing going on. I mean, that part is very blankety and bullshitty and I don't like that. Where well, it's interesting it? because when I'm trying to figure out, you know, where my mind operates on, you know, belief or, you know, discernment, uh-huh. especially when it comes to trying to wrap my brain around the whole, really grooving into the soul cluster, you know, soulmates thing, having multiple soulmates, um, I mean, I think Hollywood's to blame for the one soulmate idea. I mean, yes, that's really Ugh. Hollywood is the only thing that's ever really pushed that, and like fiction, you know, yeah, or, you know, and Hallmark, and like romance <laughs> fiction. So, um, but so my point is this: it's like when you're trying to figure out like soul clusters and soul groups. I definitely think there's going to obviously be a variety of these people. Yes, I don't think the great intelligence, as they would call it, and uh, well, that's not even. Really, that's the AI, and I just watched Captain Marvel last night. Oh, I want to see it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And guess what? Let's guess what's so great about that movie. You have, like, you know, talk about the epitome of a strong female protagonist. And there's a cat in it, right? There's definitely a cat in it. into that, too. I actually have a thing from it on my altar right now, just knowing a little bit about it. Yeah, so I think it's Jane Larson is her name, uh, if I'm not mistaken, but the character's name. But never once in this whole movie is she... Because you know how Hollywood would be like, we've got a female, strong female. Oh, it has to be saved by a man. Yes. Never once in this movie. Oh my God, wasn't the best thing about Wonder Woman? That oh yeah, there's like never one. I mean, in fact, it's quite the opposite. She saves like, men. She's saving men yeah. in this as well. And um, 
Oh my God. So it's pretty cool. Also, if anyone has seen John Wick 3 yet, I was watching Halle Berry, the fight scene with her two dogs, and I was like, I can't ever call myself heterosexual again. Like, I was like, no. Nope, first of all, Halle Berry's like, she's in my now. revolving number one of all time. <sighs> but I have not you seen John Wick 3. You've got to see her John Wick 1 and 2, I watched and. While they were enjoyable, they're too bloody for me. They're too, they're too, Answer. they're so hyper violent. No. It's over the top, and I, know. I can't deal with it. I like, don't. It's too much. It's like I, it's headshot, headshot, yeah. headshot. Oh, I headshot, hate the headshots. Headshot. Yeah, that's, I love that's the what fighting. John Wick is. Yeah, John Wick is. He's a guy who gives headshots. Yeah, he is. He is. Well, there is a lot of martial arts fighting in here. I did fall asleep for a lot of it because I had been day drinking with Renee at her new house, <laughs> and then I met my friend at ArcLight and had to pretend I was sober and then I fell asleep after I ate like a giant tub of popcorn. I, my guess is your friend had a had he had a, to have an known. inkling of what I, was going on. He probably did. I mean. But yeah, so I think there's variety. <laughs> but I, I guess getting back to it, I think there's got to be a variety in our soul clusters. So I would encourage people not to be discouraged yeah. By someone that they really deeply connect with that might not line up on one of these like astrology apps yes. that is meant for everybody. You know what I really love that's popping into my head? Um, one of my oldest, bestest friends, Natalie, uh, I mentioned them before. They, they're Geminis who have the same birthday, married each other. They're a year apart. And she described, and they were very lucky. They found each other in college. But they I had the know, same like, signs. Is that what you said? Yeah, same birthday. Because um, I was just asking you moon. about this yesterday. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, they, so their moons are different, but they're both Gemini with the same birthday, a year apart. So his moon is Leo, like mine. Her moon is Sagittarius. Gemini and Sag are like best friend opposites of the zodiac. So like the three of okay, us, okay, I sorry, lived okay. with them. We were so harmonious. It was such a crazy parent or tripling. Um, but um, Natalie said this really great, and I I know I just said like they were really lucky to find each other in college. I used to always feel that way. I said that because that's what I've always said, but I don't really feel that way anymore because I got to have. I don't. I. It's funny. Someone was talking to me about. Um, somebody, a client was like, I don't want to break up with my partner because I'll be lonely. And I'm like, lonely? You could have fun instead. Lonely is like just a thing when you're not with your friends and you stayed in the house too many days. Like lonely's not, lonely's what you make it. Um, I never feel lonely. And I was devastatingly lonely in my last marriage. Like devastatingly lonely so lonely in utah which of course i was lonely in utah because who am i gonna i had like a handful of friends and they had partners and like barely saw anybody and when i did hang out with my friends i couldn't like let them go i was so needy for and meanwhile i was with a narcissist and as an empath i like all my energy was being consumed by what i believe was kind of an evil creature we'll see what he was someday um but i also just got this i the, all this weird stuff these people who wronged me i found a bunch of stuff the other day and i was like is this when i start hexing like i had this moment so probably not but i was like I like how it's Holy probably shit. not. Like it popped into answer. my head. Like, we'll see if I want to test hexing. I got, I got some stuff. Oh, I thought you were pointing at me. Like, if oh, I want to text hexing, Ryan, I'm just you're so paranoid. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to murder you with magic now. Um, well, but, I'm just paranoid of everything. Well, right now. here's what I would say. So I used to always think like, they're so, they were so lucky to meet so early. I don't feel that way at all anymore because I look at everybody I got to love. And like the last one, oh, God, I wish it was only three years instead of five. I, Knowing what I know, I would not go back because I already learned those lessons. But I do wish I could have shaved two years off of it, two pointless years. I'm sure something, someday when I write a, a an old lady memoir, it'll I'll be like, and that's what I why I stayed five years. I like how your voice changes dramatically. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I go like full blown like mountain crone. Like most people like just get old and their skin oh. wrinkles. Your voice. You know how I take. <laughs> we're taking bitch back. Bitches of a, a, a oh, 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 positive thing. It, crone. Crone. We're taking back as well. Crone. Crone is not a negative word. It was used. It was taken negatively. Also, which is for all the genders. These are very important lessons. I'm Everybody trying remember. to. Um, Understand the word crone. I like, believe why do I not know crone is just a uh, like another word for witch. Oh, okay. but but crone was then what they I've started heard the calling word crony. Like oh, oh like you're a one single of woman maybe. But no, a crony is like someone who's just kind of like a your buddy, uh, like a uh, you know a lackey, someone who's oh, like below you. Oh yeah, that you tell what to do and is always maybe that is also you. part of the negative connotation. I don't maybe know, it is. but yeah, it's very important. We're all taking it back. Um, but so I started, oh, so here's something Natalie said about Chuck that I really loved. This was a million years ago and I think they were just getting married. And this was something, um, the other night when I was telling you, when people confirmed my psychic abilities, uh, I would always, they, and these two were not, they're not big into woo at all, but they were having a lot of problems and we were so young. We were like early twenties, I think. And they'd been living together and stuff hit the fan. And, um, I was like, well, guess you guys are breaking up now. That's how it works. Because I was still like, uh, my ex told me just around this time, accused me of only wanting to fall in love and not be in love because I liked the thrill. Oh, that's an interesting. I real, that was a beautiful light. He he shined on some stuff for me. Um, but because I was like, no, it's supposed to feel like this and this and this because he and I stayed friends. And he goes, no, no, it's not. And he's like, it, eventually it's supposed to just be like you're used to each other and it's not Some people are just like, wise and shit yeah yeah and he i don't know what his number is he's i love him so much and i i do tend to discount that relationship even though it was one of the best ones of my life god i wonder he was a taurus with a pisces moon um but so we're both all over the place right now. we're all over the place so nat said to me nat said to me two things that have always stayed with me right around that time i'm pretty sure i shared with her what he had said to me my ex and she had said yeah, some days you're not in love. Some days you're just sitting around watching TV with your best friend. And I was like, whoa, how cool is that though? Like your best friend then turns into the person you most want to have sex with sometimes. And then sometimes they turn back into your best friend and sometimes they turn back into your roommate. But then there's always like the reconnecting, which I have got, maybe maybe that's why I stayed with that guy for five years because I did learn the cycle, even though he was a real energy suck. Um, maybe that's it right there. But, um, I mean, she, that could be it. I mean, yeah. I used to, my personal theory about true love, if mm-hmm. we want to call it that, and I think true love would be indicative of, I think you can truly love someone who's not your soulmate. Yeah. Um, but I think true love with a soulmate comes easier. Mm-hmm. It's already there. To me, it, it's, it's when ultimate interest meets ultimate attraction. Yes. So like when you, basically that's just saying the same thing as best friend and, yeah. and lover. Yeah. So if, when the lover, you know, like when you have those two things, how are you not going to Oh yeah. like be in love with yeah. someone? Yeah. You know? Yes. Well, and you know, there's so much to timing too for us, but I do think we find the people when we're supposed to find them. So the other thing she said that I loved, and I'm very lucky that I got all these messages early on, but she said um, she'd been with all these different guys and um, she's beautiful and brilliant and incredibly talented and like just whatever and fucking Gemini with a Sag moon that woman can have any man she wanted and um, she said when she, she she was like I liked this about this guy I liked this about this guy I liked this about this guy and then when I met Chuck he was all the things I liked about the other guys in one person and none of the bad 
And I thought, holy shit. And you met this guy when you were like 19 and they have two beautiful little boys. They're, they're still like their love when you're around it, you just feel it. And for whatever reason in this lifetime, they were meant to go through this together. And that's great. That's also so Gemini, the twins. But, um, I think too, you have the Sag moon and I'm Sag and we really like to learn our lessons on our own. So sometimes astrologically speaking, even your sign can determine how early you would find somebody, you know, and make it work. Yeah. And I, I'm remembering the very beginning of, which wasn't that long ago, mm-hmm. of the podcast where we were talking about magical things, um, sending out your sex beacon yeah remember, feeling sexy and saucy and like really just sending it out there and being yeah. like, like have some fun with yourself and it ties into like the you know lonely is definitely a state of mind yes um like and, attracts and, like and if and you like, walk out the yeah. door feeling super hot people will see that and you i think are it's the hot. same way with soulmates so like when it's because I'm, I'm going back and I'm like, you know, reassessing like the, the course of my life and yeah. like the women I've just been like immediately just been, for lack of a better term, obsessed with immediately mm-hmm. when like we've met with each other and then like had something going. Yeah. And it's, it's ne- there's never really been any doubt. And anytime I ever tried to like force a connection with someone... It's just been so fruitless. Oh, it's like no shit. It's like and but it's but whenever I try to force a connection with someone in, when I was younger, it was always because there was one aspect of that person, yeah, that was like really high on like that I was really hot for. Whether oh yeah, it, whether it was because they were truly something. funny or whether it's because they were like incredibly sexy or they had the fair or whatever it was. But if they weren't like all of the things at once, yeah, it was just it was like. It was yep. so pointless. And not like I knew it was pointless. And even from the beginning, even before trying, but it's that stubbornness of, well, I'm going to do it anyways just to prove I can I can over you know, like yep. I can I can really like manifest things or you know, you never know what happens. Maybe I'm being closed oh my off. God. Maybe and, I'm and being too quick yeah, to judge. And no, like if people don't give what you're giving, they're not they're never gonna they're never gonna and this is this is what i've learned like you can grab your soulmate shake them around in a dark kitchen and maybe slap them across the face i do not remember if i did that i want to believe i slapped that motherfucker but you can do you can do all the stuff and you can serve yourself on a platter but you don't want somebody who just picks at you like you want somebody who wants to eat you alive you know what i mean um but here's something i was going to say People need to pay attention to where their Venus is placed because yours is in Cancer, which our Venuses are very similar. Mine is in Scorpio and Venus is how you love. And this popped up today for the pattern, which is the superior app, I would say, um, for, and this is also the one where I got, whatever. I mean, did I load John, John Hamm into it? And is he more compatible with me than anybody else I've loaded into it? I don't know. <laughs> yes, I guess. Whatever. No big deal. But um, okay, this was so so accurate and Renee is Scorpio uh, Aries moon Venus is in Scorpio like mine so she and I have similar placements but the Venus in Scorpio is huge Um, you're incredibly open when it comes to love it's easy for you to be consumed you have a tendency to idealize the people you're attracted to and put them on a pedestal perceiving a dream instead of reality so we all have friends like that the the last guy I dated I did fill in his backstory I was like well all this happened so he's this and this and this and this and then I come away and I'm like oh no that's not 
true at all. Well, I mean, it's hard not to do that. No, it is. It is. I mean, I think everybody does that to some degree. I mean, because what else are you supposed to do? Our brain's always, always filling the spaces. But also, if you have to fill in spaces with someone, then those voids are big red flags. You I'm know really what I mean? against filling in spaces Ugh. right now because like when you don't, like, like for me, it goes directly to like paranormal stuff too. Like when I hear these noises on this recording that were recorded yeah. right outside where I was sleeping and it's like, what is that? Yeah. So now I have to fill in the space of what that noise is. And it's, and like our imagination will always you know do us wrong. Is. We'll always do us dirty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, and our memories aren't to be trusted either. We fill, yeah. we fill in our memories too. Um, well, I was going to say too, with like your cancer Venus, like we, that Venus, that water placement, water in your Venus is so, makes you just like desperate to love, desperate to be loved. Um, what was that, Wait, Amy? I, when I'm like outside on the, uh, like the hilltop screaming, mm-hmm. someone please love me, I don't feel like I'm being desperate. <laughs> I feel like I'm just trying to connect. Well, and, and the other thing too is it's like it, you can hide this part of you. Like I'm triple fire, so I come in hot every time. And then my problem that I've learned, oh my God, this is what the medium said to me. I just fucking remembered. She gave me advice and my triple fire was like, she said I was perfect. Face. She told me, I have to let my guard down and I have to show my vulnerability to people. And like, was your medium Brene Brown? Because do you know who Brene Brown is? If not, I can't I don't wait know. to introduce you to she this. She has woman. dark hair and she's British. This medium no, I, I mean, met. Brene that, Brown is definitely not a medium. Did I talk like, about that on here yet? This, about the vulnerability the spi- thing? No. Um, the spiritualist church, which everybody can access. They're free. They usually have Reiki healers sitting in back. There's an amazing one in Casadega, Florida. Absolutely amazing. Like two mediums run. It's always a medium. There's always, well, every time I've ever gone, there's a medium. And you sing songs like This Little Light of Mine. What if like the true reality of a spiritualist church was that there's never a medium there? But for some <laughs> reason, whenever you go, one shows up. I, I would love to hear that, actually. I, I don't then think go, that's the case, go with but me. that would be so fucking crazy. Renee and I are going to go to the one here in LA. There's one in LA. Um, that would be crazy. Well, every time I've ever gone, I've seen a medium and they, they, this was the first time one actually talked to me. And I think too, when I sit there, I don't, I'm not there to communicate with anybody and there that you will meet like really sad, broken people mourning, uh, someone who's passed at a spiritual church because the mediums tell them all the messages that they're not hearing from their, their dead loved one. So, um, this time I went in England with my family. There were four of us and I knew because my grandfather had just communicated with me before this trip and it was like, it was other level where he and I could not mend what, what had broken between us in this life and he passed and now we're cool because we had this talk and it, it's fucking wild and I'm like, am I a medium now? I mean, we'll find out. I have to, I there's so much exploration I got to do and see what else I can do. But um, I knew he was going to show up in this church And the medium, she starts talking to my aunt and she starts telling her all about my grandfather. And I was like, yeah, I knew he was, I felt him with us like the entire trip, you know, and and now I feel him very much with me. I know he's with all of us, but I feel like he really, uh, he and I, he and I are each other's. We're very close. And I always knew that growing up. He and I are very close together in our cluster. Um, But she's, the medium started telling my aunt all about her dad and it was crazy accurate. And he was like such a man of the earth. He would build houses with his bare hands. He was just like, 
anything. He could build and grow and do anything. He was just this Renaissance man. And, and I mean, I loved him. And, um, and then I forgot what that love was like until I was just back with my family. I was crazy to remember something that was always with me that I could forget. But then he starts talking to my other aunt and there was like a, a really weird thing that happened when he passed and um, she's carried a lot of that and he released her in this beautiful way. It was crazy accurate. And then she comes to me, this medium, she actually is saying to me, she goes, and he wants you to know the baby girl. And then she looks at me, and she goes, oh, that's you. And she, everybody in there was, I mean, these are people in a like major mourning process. And she was giving them all these things like look in the mirror every day, tell yourself you love yourself, feel them with you, blah, blah, like rebuild yourself. She gets to me and she's like, oh, oh, you've got some attitude. And she gets this smile on her face and my family starts laughing and she goes, Sometimes you have issues with your family members because they see things come more easily to you and, and they don't understand why things come more easily to you and they get a little mad about that. And she said, um, she told me I was psychic and she said, um, you hear all the voices, you hear the voices. And she said, and this was something I honestly had not paid attention to, but she um, moved her fingers up and down her arms and hands. And she said, when the dead are near, when the dead are speaking to you, you get the pricklies up and down your arms. And I was like, oh shit. And um, then she goes, and you're a protector of the little, she told me I need to be more vulnerable. She told me, I, and I love this. This is my Leo moon. This is the part I will never forget. She said, people think you get dressed up because you care what they think. You get dressed up for you. And then she said, um, you're a protector of the little people. You've got fairies. And my whole family started laughing because the whole time I'd been telling them I have fairies and I could feel the fae in the, in the one half of the hotel. Um, but they just started laughing and I walked out of there with my head held so high and I was like, you hear that? I'm fucking psychic, maybe a medium. I get the pricklies. I mean, we'll see how much more that goes. And I don't care what people think. And I have fairies. I felt so validated. I thought you were going to at the end of that be like, you hear that? I don't care what people think. I'm psychic. I got fairies. And I need to be more... <laughs> triple and fire but yes and how open. convenient that that's what i forget <laughs> but you know what i did remember it and i did actually carry that along and try to show that more and i forgot already and there i'm saying it out loud i'm gonna remember to be more vulnerable because that woman saw Renee me brown is incredible i can't believe where does I she live is she here spoken about her i don't know where she lives she she gave a ted talks on uh ted talk on vulnerability many years ago that and she's a medium became no she's not a medium oh, oh. but uh that became that went viral and i listened to it on an airplane it was the first time i heard it i'm gonna remind you to post it but she just had a new netflix i guess you called a special where it's like a little over an hour where she talked about vulnerability and some other stuff it's like a new one that that what is she is she an author what is she? she's just like a speaker now like a researcher she's been like a researcher and that kind of person wow vulnerability was her thing and um it's really incredible and and then it's funny because Vulnerability has become such a buzzword lately. I saw just yesterday um, someone post, and this is the way that the world goes now. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything arcs and then goes back around and then like crashes so quick now <laughs> that um, like there's no time for people to enjoy anything, right? Uh, um, but like someone posted, and it's probably valid, but that oh, I'm not doubting that is valid at all. I should say that, but the like. They were saying a new form of emotional abuse is when someone demands that you're vulnerable. 
um, like this, I mean, I think the key word here, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't huh. remember, but but if someone's like, you need to be vulnerable, like they're like saying, what's wrong with you? You're not doing, you're not being vulnerable. It's like, no, you can't tell someone else to be vulnerable. No, that's fucked but up. But there is, that's different than being like, hey, you know what? You could be more vulnerable. There is also there's the a, hiding. A, there's a big yeah. difference between these two things. Yes. But, but I'm just bringing that up because everything, like I said, like nowadays on the internet, like everything just goes like, oh, this is a great new thing. You should maybe think about this new concept to like maybe incorporate into your life. No, this thing is the worst thing. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's always I'm a million still, sides to every story. Y- this is why meditation is so important too, because we don't know. We're reading everybody else's opinions all fucking day. I mean, or we're here. We're getting. It's like being funneled into Get our in brains. Get in touch with your own self. Yeah, and meditation. Okay, so here's where I am right now. I got to figure out: Do I buy a water distiller? Because this is a huge investment, and it's going to take up a lot of counter space. But it looks like it's the best way to keep fluoride out of my brain. So, but there are many mixed uh, feelings about this. Like, well, your distilled body goes water too is acidic. a distilled water is tricky. Yes, you have to know how to treat it after it's been distilled see this is where it gets well but then some people say you don't some people say you don't you can just drink it distilled well i went down this rabbit hole a while ago and i'm Uh a little rusty on some of this stuff but if you look at you know like scientists or whoever like these people who like were educated in this you there's definitely something you should be doing to the water after you distill because now you've taken like not only have you taken the fluoride yeah. out of it, but now you've taken like everything else out of it yes too. one of my number one witches um, so it's like you're drowning even though you like or you're not drowning but it's it's what's what's the word for when you don't have any water dehydrating you're dehydrated <laughs> even though you just keep drinking but, water well, maybe i my read the problem is um it going too acidic like too alkaline well, that's why you have those ph strips yeah yeah well mine or just one put of some, my... squeeze some lemon in there lemon juice would that work because i love lemon and water anyway well lemon juice is great for um you know if anyone to, like, help alka- else has gone al- down this rabbit hole al- we ha- we al- need alkalinize? answers alkanize alkanize no that, i mean definitely lemon juice is great for this it always like, makes me think of alkaline you should, trio you can squeeze, squeeze that's why i think it's like one of these intuitive things that people have known forever uh-huh that lemon goes in the lemon water. goes in water Oh, well, it's really good for lots of things. But um, yeah, I, I I had this really strong notion of I have to buy the distiller. And I put it in my cart and then I was like, $250 or what, however much it's going to cost me with shipping. And then I, I doubted myself. But my, my one of my top witches has said to me, she puts it through... Uh, she has two water purifiers. I think the second process is a Brita. So it's like a pure, but it's not the pure that's sold on Amazon. It's like its own website. It's a different spelling of this water filter that she's into. Um, and then she adds drops. And I really do trust her. She has phenomenal instincts about this stuff. So I got to get, I, I and it's funny because I'm drinking like super mega Brita water. I bought that crazy, crazy filter from Britta and I drink it and I'm like this water's killing me and it's not I'm just being dramatic but now I'm I'm associating negativity with my water which isn't going to be good for me what are you finding I'm it's looking a lot at the Kangen water filter oh that because thing it uses ionization which gets rid of fluoride and those are the ones that stand up. But these are but these are like over a thousand dollars, I believe. Oh, uh, maybe this is when I move and I have a setup where I can. I also have to move. I'm a little overwhelmed at the moment. Um, it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be great. Everything is great. It's a wonderful. I'm saying that and I don't believe it because I'm back on coffee. 
Well, what you can do is you can just move to a place that has a well water. You go there and you drink your well water. Um, and just hope that there's not a ton of Monsanto. Is there any well water, uh, though, here in L.A.? What uh, LA probably not. I mean, yeah. you have to move to like not, my family I'm farm in Ohio leaving. to no, get it. I'm never leaving LA, Brian. I already did my time in Utah. That was seriously. Well, you only got five more lives left. I wonder where you're going to live. I, I'm guessing Belfast is one of the places. I was born in California in my last life. And I so you're back. Every, yeah. You got some unfinished business here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's give people an idea of what to do magically with based magically. On their sign. Uh, well, I'm. Let's save that for later because I want to know, because I know there's things I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell people what I'm doing. Okay. As a water this sign. Is, well, as this a cancer is, as a water a sign, sun. I talk to my water mm-hmm. uh, regularly. I tell it I love it and I tell that it's it's um, it's worthy. I need to do that. Right. And, uh, and that it's everything it ever needed to be already because it is. Right. You just say that or you did can you just, think it. Is, was that, did that come to you or did you read no, about that's it? No, that's something I watched um, many years ago. I actually got one of my, I think it's my last bit on my album my last album is called talk to your water that's where i try to tell the audience i listen to your album i just don't remember because it's so it's about how like you get in the bath before you take a bath you tell the whole tub everything you wish your mother would have said to you oh i love that (laughs) i love that but anyway just like say whatever to the water because the water will take on those properties and and our bodies are also according to science anywhere from 50 to 70 percent water Mm -hmm. so if you're walking around hating yourself yeah. With very destructive, abusive thoughts. Now you've got 50 to 70% of your body physically taking on those attributes. Yeah. And you don't want to do that. You want to you wanna love your yourself. That you want to so love your sense. water. And now you've become beautiful. I got to get a distiller. From the inside out. So, um, but you can do this to any water. You can talk to any water. Or you can talk to any liquid, really, that has, because it ha- if it's a liquid, chances are it has a large well, component of is, water in it. This is especially true of a water sign, too. Like, even even Renee um, astral projecting in the bathtub, that has not worked for me at all yet. Um, but this is, uh, she's Scorpio. But I think That's the why water I love the signs. ocean so much. Yes. And swimming. But also... I mean, I love the idea of like buying some land or a property, like having a place in Joshua Tree. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, like part of me knows that like, no, I need water close by. Yeah. Um, but for soulmates specifically, because we were talking about that last episode and people have been reaching out like, how do I find my soulmates? How do they identify themselves or how do I make myself? So I think that's for me what I'm doing. Yeah. I am. It's not so much, hey, where do I find you? It's It's, it's more of like, Hey, motherfucker! I'm right here. Yes, right. Yes. So you make yourself. You, call them in. you make yourself known. Yes. Uh, so they can see you. Yeah, it's it, funny too because I said I get I heat up like physically get hot and I'm a fire sign. Maybe water signs pee your pants a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever met someone recently that and, got and you, you are so a water wet sign that with got, urine? <laughs> well, okay, yeah. I mean, there's many ways. I. To get that, I guess. But what would air be? Like you start coughing. You start farting. Farting. <laughs> you start burping. This is great. Oh, yeah. You um, get gassy. You start. You, you bloat yeah, you get with gassy, air. You bloat. Or maybe you feel a breeze even though you're inside. Yeah. Maybe it's the opposite of be where you get cooler. You or, feel a nice Or yeah. Maybe breeze. you just feel a temperature drop. I like that. An earth. Um, but yeah, like put yourself out there. Like, Gravity's like, harder. I think for me when it comes down to, it comes down to going out or just being, you know, I'm not talking about going out to a club no. or something. But I'm talking you about have just to be outside. I'm talking about just putting out a vibe like yeah. like but of who you really are, of everyone you want to be. Yes. 
or of everything you, know, you want to be. I just thought of some really important information too for people who date online. Um, I don't think, and I did date online like back when I lived in New York briefly, back when I kept my, I always had five men in rotation, but I was meeting men in bars and stuff too. It was just like, give me all the men. Um, but I would say there are so many people you can see or hear about and you will have no idea until you're in the room with them. Even if you see their profile, you can get a feeling and there definitely are connections to be made online. There well, definitely I think the big difference here is people who are truly honest on their profile. Oh, because pff, yeah. that's, that's what you have to do on your profile, I would argue. I'm yes. Not, I'm not on those things. But I would say to people, because no. there are people, there are friends of mine who would be like, oh, if you, you know, this is, there. these are the things you need to do to get the most clicks or likes or swipes Ugh, or whatever, so right? Creepy. And that's how, and there are, there's a formula to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's picture and like type of picture, type of things you say. But if you are very, I guess the word is honest mm -hmm. or forthright about specifically who you are and what you're looking for, yeah, then you might not have the you, you might not get the volume yeah. of traffic but guess what the ones you do the hits you do get will be better uh, yeah more quality. i agree and i think going not to bars because i think that that the bars are a real weird illusion you, you can definitely meet a soulmate at a bar but um i think when there's alcohol involved you don't you're not honest you're you're also like dumbing down your senses by being in an environment like that not that it's bad i still drink and i mean I we're talking about past like the first drink or two when you just need to yeah. like get some courage yeah 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 and by all means like you know, go on dates and have nice amounts of liquor that are not excessive because, you know, you're But to me, that's a huge red flag. I agree. When I was on a date and there'd be like excessive drinking yes. happening, I'd be like, oh, well, this is this is a mess. Yeah. Yeah. No, that should not this be happening. This whole thing is a mess. Also, if they're showing yeah. that to you right away, like anything like that, believe it. This is, it's only going to be like, worse. Yeah, if you're comfortable doing this now. Yeah. We're not even like in the best friend, no sex zone yet. How bad is it going to be? Um, yeah, but I would say... Also, your people, like the people in your cluster, your soulmates, the people you know, even like family members, when they try to set you up with somebody, trust that, even if it's a disaster. But those are often the like our people bring us our people like Brandy told me that I should do your podcast. Then the last that soulmate I was with said we should do this podcast together like your outside cluster soulmate people looking in they know who you're supposed to be with because they're probably part of the cluster too I'm trying to think over the years i've had one i've only really had one friend over the years who would set me up with people really were they good was, were they good setups they were always great setups wow that's great um but uh my buddy lisa best Who's amazing. Her last her, name is Best. Her, her last she's name the is best, best well, at setting people up. Yeah, and she's, she's the, the best. best period. Um, but she's like one of my best buds. But um, <laughs> she's but your it's only, interesting she's because your like only best bud. when you're a man, it's always you always you always trust a setup from a female friend more than a male friend. Ooh, that makes total sense. Because I think also you're going in with a leg up in the sense that they are showing up to this uh -huh. blind date scenario knowing that their female friend arranged it. Yeah. So yeah, that's it, a good point. There's a good... So it's kind of... It's, everything just feels easier and safer. Yes. 
that I way. I love that. I really women are just so, for the yeah, win, get your, you know. <laughs> get your soulmates together and tell them to get you a date. Get a date out of a But mostly just focus on yourself and project what Use you, your friends for their Project friends. everything that you know you are. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and this is this is all back to the manifestation. Like do I still have pictures of John Hamm everywhere? Probably. Are they now when I wake up the first thing I see? Yeah, but I don't care if it's John Hamm. It could be a John Hamm energy doppelganger. But then, Ryan, as we just learned the other night, one of the things on my list, we know because we were hanging out with somebody who saw him sing karaoke, he has to sing karaoke is one of the things on my list. He doesn't have to be good at it, which apparently he said John Hamm is not good at karaoke. I can live with that. John, if you're listening, obviously that's subjective to this it's person. Subjective. Didn't, didn't maybe resonate with the vibration you of were, your voice. You were, you know, having a good time. That's all that matters. Your inner child was out. The other John Ham new thing, I did look, because I've read my list. I read my list for like the last big time. That I told you this during the moon. They showed me, I was at my altar and I was communicating with my guides and I was ready to do very different magic that night. And they drew a little constellation like with stars that were connected, like the way a Zodiac sign would look. And they showed me everything they wanted me to deal with on my altar. And they started with that freaking framed hottie John Hamm photo. And I was like, what? I don't want to do love magic tonight. And I'm confident this guy's coming in, whoever he is. And um, and there was this moment where... Let's timestamp this just so we know for future reverence. Today's like the 20th of the June. The 20th of June. Okay, yeah. And yeah. the full moon was three nights ago. Three nights ago. Monday. So that was the 17th. 16th. Sunday. It was around the 16th, 17th, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see how long this takes. This, yes. Um, yeah. I want to see. Because I, it's, it's I wouldn't be surprised if it's before. I wouldn't be surprised if it's before uh, August rolls around. I'm really freaking out about it a little bit. Like, I don't I don't know that I'm ready. They were speeding things up, and I'm like, slow them down. But um, so I I... And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll do the list. I'll read my list out loud because I haven't done it in a while. And um, I'll do the list because I got a very clear message. They wanted that in the mirror over my altar. And I said, and they lit up the John Hamm picture frame. And I'm I'm still like sometimes, I, I, well, because when I, I'm living with John Hamm, essentially. There are photos of John Hamm in every room of my house. And it's really fucking weird. And I'm not taking them down when people come over. I'm like, no, you get to live with John Hamm too. It's glorious. It's like having beautiful art around. He's if a gorgeous If you had to guess man. how many witches are living with John Hamm right now. Wow, that's... You know what? They better back off though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> not that I'm invested at all in John Hamm. I don't know him. You're but so so they they um they lit up his picture frame. And I said, yes, okay, cool. And I said, that's what, I, oh, I, oh, I start reading the list. And one of the things is um, he's, uh, uh, he's as strong as me or stronger. And I'm reading that and I said to the picture frame that they had illuminated with their little star, I said, yes, he's gotta be at least an 11 like me, preferably a 33 like John Hamm. And they lit up the number 22 right over John Hamm's head. And I said, Oh, the guy coming in's a 22. And I sat there for a minute and I was like, oh my God, no, they just corrected me. John Hamm is a 22. I thought he was a 33. I don't know why I'm thinking. Because I'm saying he is a 33 as I am a 33 now where we've advanced. And then I was like, wait a minute, you just showed me a 22. So, and John Hamm's a 22. So were you correcting me? Which would be pointless. Why would they do that? Or were they saying the guy coming in is a 22 and it's John Hamm, which is probably what they were saying. But... Then they lit up, I read the list and I was like, now what? And they lit up, they did the little thing with the um, connection with the lights. 
And they connected to my tiny adorable cauldron where I had a bunch of stuff. And I looked in the cauldron and I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. And I looked behind the cauldron and I totally forgot about this. Sarah gave me this weird little satchel that I was supposed to burn when I was done reading the list when I was ready to call him in and they illuminated it. And I had not, that was supposed to do that a while ago, but I honestly was like, it's not time. So I burnt that shit and man, it felt magical in there. Loose ends. What? Loose ends have been Loose tied ends, up. tied up. Yes, thank you. So. And maybe write uh, a list about like what it will feel like once you've met your. You're supposed soulmate. to feel them in the room so, with you. Well, yeah. write a list like this is what, like the just title the list. This is how I feel after I've met my soulmate. And just write down how it feels. Oh, that's a good one. Because li- now how, you're living the reality of what really it feels like. That's a really good one. Um, Sarah saw this guy and said he was a heart match. And I said, what does that mean? She goes, I don't know. I've, they've never told me that about anybody before. And I said, well, he's a soulmate though, right? And she goes, oh yeah. She goes, but this is totally different than anything you've ever been with. And she said, um, this man will make me feel like there are pillows propped up all around me. And I was like, because I don't, I am not a damsel in distress, but man, I would you love. You ain't no woe is me, girl. I ain't no woe is me. I'm a yes, let's girl, I've been told. <laughs> Okay, well, yes, let's wrap this up. But So vulnerability. I want a man who prop pillows around me. I need to maybe show that I want that sometimes and not act like nothing gets to me. I would say that sounds, that resonates with me. Yes, also. When you say that, that, you know, it's one thing to be a yes, let's girl. (laughs) It's another thing to never allow yourself to experience a woman all the told me i'm a yes let's go because every time somebody says do you want to do this do you want to do that you do you want to go on this trip yeah. i want to go do everything i always say yes let's oh yeah i mean that's a great movie from the uh early 2000s uh what the, is this the, where jim carrey says yes to everything oh yeah i don't do that yes, ma'am. but i i do say yes to everything it sounds like it'd be fun yeah well I mean, that's good advice it is also for magic you guys we 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 magic moment we're slushing through this nonsense but like pay attention to what your big elements are in your chart i can't do magic without fire i gotta be burning shit every i gotta get time some more magic. water going yeah you gotta get more water you gotta do the thing i just did um back for my money al- or after my money altar where i put my crystals in water oh try it you know what i really want to do is i just want to take all my crystals to the ocean and, and then you- like make a little cute circle no, with them i mean Give like them into the, the ocean earth. water <gasps> whoa because well you could cleanse well them it with resonated it. with me when carolyn my new friend carolyn mm-hmm. told me that her altar was empty oh yeah did you tell this story yet tell it on here real quick we'll tell it next time oh god damn right that's All already right. like an hour over an hour and 20 good lord so, um we'll tell it next time because okay. I, I can't remember well if we told that or did not. You we'll, read, we'll tell it again anyway. Did you want to read one of your favorite iTunes reviews? Should I read Are one Are we of doing this favorites? every time now? Because I mean... I would like to. We get really sweet, thoughtful iTunes reviews. Oh, Thank we got, you, everybody, for leaving iTunes reviews. We might. And for rating the podcast. I, I do have to say that iTunes itself is going the way of the dinosaur here in a couple months. Is iTunes it? will no longer exist. What? Um... As an entity, uh, Apple is getting rid of iTunes and it, everything's going to be Apple Play or Apple Podcasts, but I believe what? reviews will still be there. Um, okay, I'm going to pick one real quick. We've got over 100 rev- written reviews, which is really great. I'm going to try to pick one. We, that, 
Yeah, we've been getting them in Australia and the UK too. They're not coming up on this one because it's the freaking US, very limiting. Maybe when Apple's upgrades, Apple's upgrades, sure. Maybe then we'll see all of them in the same place. You got to click to see the British and the Australian ones. Um, okay, I'll read one from Ghost Lyric. Ghost underscore Lyric. This was left in March of this year. Uh, this is a five-star review, so thank you. Very nice. Um, the podcast I never knew I needed. Okay, I found this show through friends of friends and at a time when I absolutely needed no other shows in my world. Silly me. This podcast is an absolute breath of fresh air. Angela and Ryan could not be more enjoyable and relatable as hosts. They cover all things magic-y in a truly magical and endearing way. Even when they're off on their super amusing tangents, you're brought right <laughs> along with them on the fun and funny journey and you feel fortunate to be there no less. Um, Love the way they approach their topics, and the show has perfect production. Now I just have to make time for the show because I don't want to miss future episodes. Thanks so much. So thank you, Ghost Lyric. That's a very nice... It does feel a little... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, indulgent to be reading these? It me. does, but it's also... I mean, it's love. It's not... It's not ego as much as I mean. But no, that's a that's a beautiful like that's a beautiful ego, review. You, so if, thank you very much. If We're you glad just you heard us it. reading that, then like that's that's fun for you too, right? Because you heard no, your sure. review. So I don't. Ghost lyric is a pretty cool name. I ghost lyric is super cool. Um, I really like this. Somebody uh, also heard you on Daily Zeitgeist. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And wrote a really nice one. Taryn is happy. I really like that one. Jade Emily. Thank you. Susie Cakes. These are so. They're really sweet. I mean, they're all. They're, they're all kind of long, but you, I wanted you to read one because. Okay, cool. And I so uh, this is where the magic happens.com <laughs> is the website. Um, you can Leave find us, all the links there. And yeah, keep leaving us reviews uh, on what will be gone. I've got something I'm going to be doing with all the people who have written reviews so far and Ooh. in the future that I'll tell you about next episode. I haven't figured out the, uh, the total details of it yet, but it will involve the top of a mountain. Oh shit! Uh, with everyone's uh, name, uh, who who did this? Because well, I'm going on. It turns out uh, what it looks like it will be a much longer than anticipated summer tour. Um, I've got Cincinnati, um, Atlanta, right. Asheville, Nashville, um, Morgantown, West Virginia. <laughs> Are you making up places now? <laughs> I'm going to New York City, and then I'll be. Ooh, in, I have an idea. Uh, all kinds of places later this year. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Let's go Lincoln, Omaha. to Missouri in August. I might go I, out there anyway. I don't know if I'll be able to. I'll be on tour still during that but time. But maybe you'll be near Missouri and it would work. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll figure that okay. out off the mics. But um, um, but yeah, so, uh, so thanks again. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. We appreciate you. Yeah, we sure do. And don't forget. This shit is real. <laughs> <laughs>